feels weird looking at me, though. Welcome back to the PO3 podcast. My name is Marcus Marks. <laughs> Welcome back to the PO3 podcast. Welcome back to the PO3 podcast. My name is Marcus Marks. <laughs> anyway, what's going on? What's up, dog? I feel weird looking at you like this. Oh, I kind of don't want to look at you. Hey, man, that's fucked up. <laughs> no, because usually we're like this. Nah. You know, next all store, a store, <laughs> sore at the end of it. Anyway, how long has it been since? Uh, I'm not going to look you in the eye. How long has it been? <laughs> hey, look at me. <laughs> I don't know, what, two, three weeks? I think three. Three weeks again, huh? Yeah. Three weeks again. I think last week would have been two, but it fell through. Shit always comes up, huh? That's life, man. Slows down for nobody. So speaking of that, so like, for those of you who don't know, I've been applying for jobs and everything. Finally got one. Hey! Instant round of applause here. So, the whole time I haven't been working, my car has been fine. <laughs> like everything was like good. I was getting from A to B, no problem. Going to the the gym every day, and then the second I get a job, my car breaks down. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> but that's the way it works <clears throat> out. You know what I mean? I mean, it's yeah, that's that's rather unfortunate. Um, my little taste of that is, uh, I just started like saving money again. Mm. And last month, uh, I take my car in for an oil change because uh, I don't do it myself anymore. Don't judge me, peeps. Um. I made a big mess. Don't want to clean up anymore. <laughs> I had a little unfortunate accident. But I took it in, and the guy comes out from one of my cars. Like, hey, bro, your tires are, like, shot. And I'm like, well, like, 5,000 miles ago, the guys didn't say that, you know? And they have, like, a little um, sticker. Mm-hmm. It gives you, like, your next oil change of the date and shit. And then it has, like, brakes, battery, tires, check, 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 all in the green. So I was like, can you send me, uh, show me a picture? And I was like, he's like, yeah, sure. So he takes a picture, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Like, it was to the point where I didn't even feel comfortable driving the car out of the fucking with the wires all wires all on the inside though, so I couldn't see it mm. because everything on like it was like seriously like this thick of just wires showing on you the couldn't inside. even do the penny test. No, because everything else going toward the out of the you know outer outside of the tire was still within good. I still probably had like fifteen twenty thousand miles worth of life on those tires. Yeah, and so I'm like fuck. So before I even leave, damn dog, and you drive crazy too. Nah, not really. Like, I don't beat on my car a whole lot anymore after I blew up the first one. But um, I was just like, shit. So I, before I even left there, I already had tires ordered due, but $704 for two front tires. Yeah. And I was just like, great. I was just fine. There goes your savings. No, I didn't touch my savings, but it would have been a lot more to add to my savings. Mm. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, but I mean, it is what it is. Life is life. And it doesn't, you know. It's, yeah, I always trip out no on that, dude. Like, like I was saying before, like I I did a little vlogging here and there, but I was talking about how. <laughs> are, you, are you okay? <laughs> are you all right? Yeah. Wrong pipe. Cut. <laughs> <sighs> Wrong pipe. <clears throat> Fuck me. Here, let me get you a napkin. <clears throat> Damn. <clears throat> and we're back. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I went right down the fucking wrong hole. Welcome back to another episode of the PO3 podcast. My name is Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) 
Fuck. Anyway, you were saying? I forgot what I was, it was saying. I mentioned uh, I spent. You all right? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Went down the wrong. Fucking I thought you were laughing. No, I went said down the, I was like, I didn't even. I haven't <coughs> started yet. No, I just went down the wrong fucking pipe, dude. Right to the lungs. Mm. <coughs> well, you say you don't really drink coffee like that. No, it's actually cool now, so I can drink it. But it just went down the fucking wrong hole. Does it taste good? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Cool. Uh, but. <clears throat> oh, okay. No, you were, I remember. I, okay, go ahead. So I was saying, I was doing a little bit of vlogging, but I was talking about how stuff like that always happens. So before, like, my car broke down, I had been applying to jobs probably, like, a couple months or something like that. But I started getting a feeling like, man, dude, like, something's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you always got to have, like, a rainy day fund, you know, put away. Because something always comes <clears> up. <throat> mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, intuition, call it whatever you want, I just started getting this feeling. and. Sure enough, like, as soon as I get the job, my car breaks down. I was like, shit. <clears throat> Inevitable, you know what I mean? It's just those things, they, they happen, but I wasn't even mad, like, because I expected it already. I wasn't pissed off or anything. Like, usually maybe, like, a couple years ago, I'd be like, fuck, this and that. But <clears throat> I expected it this time. You know, man, uh, my grandma, oh, she's superstitious, to say, to put it uh, in some way. I'll give it a title, I guess, and... She would always tell me that, um, okay, like maybe not in the fr- the example you just gave, but like old me would have been like, fuck, what else could happen? Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, don't pull out those threads because you'll find really quickly what else can happen. You know what I'm saying? And so I think it kind of goes like maybe just, uh, I agree with the rainy day fun, 100%. But it's like, I feel like when you're, when your mind starts to drift into those, those, dark areas like oh fuck it's mm. been a while since something bad's happened it's it's probably looming here in the near future it probably <clears> i feel i feel like in some in some ways you kind of open up that doorway for all those dark entities to enter and screw up whatever's good going on yeah because <clears throat> like uh at work there's a word that you don't use completely superstitious in this regard but you just don't use it but you don't use it because shortly after you use this word it doesn't. It, it breaks. So the word's quiet. You don't use the word quiet. Things are quiet. Things are good today. Because usually as soon as that's said, within a short amount of time, something's going to happen. Dude, every time I'm watching anything, whatever, just <clears throat> call, call of Duty whatever, watching streamers, man, we're frying today. I'm on a hot one. Bam, get sniped in the head. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, why did you say that? <laughs> so yeah, so that's the thing. So like, that's frying. Like, shut up. Don't just ignore. I'm the same exact way. I'm and just like, don't even say nothing. Just This dude was like, hey, it's quiet today. Like, dude, fuck, man. He's like, dude, do you believe in that shit? I'm like, you don't? You've been here how long? Do you? Oh, hell yeah. You think so? I learned that working at the jail. You don't say those words. And um, sure enough, like 30 minutes later, uh, something pops off. It was nothing crazy, but it's just like, see, you you fucking brought that juju, you know, into everybody's life. You know, and it was right as we, me and my partner sat down to go eat Mm. is when this little incident took place. And again, it was nothing to stress about, but it was just like, I feel it had he not opened his mouth that we wouldn't have opened that door see, for that demon to walk through. See, that's the thing. You never know. You never know. Like uh, you, you know, it's just purely coincidental, but, you know, it's but something to fun to believe in. It is. I think that's a lot of the reason why people like to gravitate towards thinking that way because it is kind of fun. You know what I mean? For for you and whoever you're engaging in the situation with. Like, if you're with your family or something like that. Like, the other night, we were at my uh, grandma's house and we were just talking about, like, haunted houses and this and that. Like, Halloween and just getting into, like, the... The vibe of uh of Halloween, you know, October's coming up. It's my favorite holiday, personally. I love it. Just the vibe, like, more than Christmas, I think. But, like, really, 
like kind of like immersing yourself into the vibe of it and kind of scaring yourself on purpose, you know what I mean? Just to make it feel like it's more mm. real when when in the back of your head you really you you you're not really afraid of the dark. Yeah, you know, but like when you go to it. yeah, but when you go to like a haunted house or something like that, you kind of want to like over over overact, I guess, just to like enjoy the moment, you know? Because if you're walk, you know, like if you ask your yourself and you're walking through like a Hobbs Grove or something like that, you know, these it's just some teenage kid with a mask on. Yeah, it's like, but you want to get into like the the moment of it, you know? Yeah, maybe I'll try that because I'm normally just like steadfast, like ha, I know you. Oh, but I'm yeah. the same. I don't, I don't know. You know, but <clears> it's it's funny because like. Some people truly, I, I know they know it's a completely controlled, safe environment, but it scares the shit out of people sometimes. So, yeah. But yeah, maybe I should take a page out of your book and try just. Oh, so, so, so yeah, like, what were you going to say though? That was it. What about the page of my book? Just tear the page out of your book and try to be fucking oh, okay. play into the whole, like, make it more fun and get immersed <laughs> in it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, it helps so when you enjoy it. The situation, you know, like if you actually want to be there, it's way different if you don't want to be there. Like for somebody oh, who hates course. that shit, yeah. it's gonna be hard to like put yourself in that 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 mind frame, you know. Because for me, I just I love it, so it's easy to put myself in that that mind frame where I can start enjoying it easier. But um, what was I gonna say? I was like, it's like almost you can feel like for whatever reason, like I said, intuition, whatever. It's like I could feel it coming, you know what I mean? And I was like, it's got to be the right time to. You know, I mean, I've been working myself up towards this moment for a long time. And it's probably not a big deal to a lot of people. But just like going back to work and everything is like a big deal. Just because I've been, you know, training mentally for this and getting prepared for this moment. Just so I can go out and be a good citizen. I don't want to be the dude who I used to be at work anymore. Like the asshole. Like the guy that everyone's afraid to approach. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> Would you say you're like disgruntled while you were at work previously? Like… Well, that's why I would do jobs like construction. That way I could just work on my own, mm. you know? <clears throat> like, what I, is it fair to use the word, like, miserable while you're there? Like, just not happy. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And it's just like, oh, here's another fucking thing. I'm pissed off about it now. Not really. Just no. it, it just came down to, like, uh, my mood swings, dude. Like, really. Oh, okay, like, okay. If, like, if I was just in a bad mood, everything was that much more worse. And then also, too, I was too much of, like, a free, free thinker. You know what I mean? I'm talking about when I was younger, younger, though. I'm talking about, like… When I was 18 in my 20s or in, going into my 20s and stuff, I was too much of like a, I don't know, I guess a dreamer. You know what I mean? So everything that at, at work, I would question it. I'd be like, well, why are you doing it this way? Or why are you doing it that way? When you could, why don't you go do this? You know, if you really, if your heart's not in it. You know, that was my way of thinking. But it's like, and, and reality though, you have to realize like, dude, you got to pay the bills. You know what I mean? You got to do something. You know what I mean? But so, so that tied with everything else and my aggression and just being the type of person I was, it wasn't a good… A good combination. You know, it's interesting you say that because <clears throat> remember that podcast I told you about last night when I spoke to you or the day before? I was listening to this Jordan uh, Jordan Peterson podcast. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I wanted to talk about… Well, yesterday. Yeah, okay. I haven't finished it, so I'm not going to bring up a lot of it today. Uh, it's a very, very good one, bro. It's basically… Uh, he's interviewing this dude. Let me see real quick. Let me get his name. <clears throat> uh, he does some… I, I want to say he's like a doctor or a PhD of some sort. I could be mistaken. He just talks really well. Uh, yeah, Dr. Warren Farrell. Mm-hmm. And I think he has this thing called the boy crisis. And it's basically like the type of stuff that gets pushed onto men, on like society-driven. And it talks about how like uh, men tend to leave whatever they're… Like, we'll use you as an example for music, right? 
that that's been your passion, you know, since fuck what to 18, 17 years old. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if it stemmed before that, but I do know when you moved in with, you know, Sean and I, that's when it, you really fucking started putting all your. I would say like 15, 16, probably. Okay. So, but it went into overdrive then, I would say, then when you moved in, because I know you downloaded the demo version of FL and then it just kind of seemed from there never stopped. <clears throat> but it basically went on to talk about how men will leave whatever it is they're, and actually use musicians as, mm. you know, one of them, an artist and stuff, like they'll leave their. Their jobs that they have a passion for in pursuit of a job that's more lucrative because it pays the bills and they start a family and they start this whole thing. Oh, I thought you were going to say the opposite. Like, they'll leave their good-paying job. No, it's just it's basically saying how, like, men, you know, they— For music versus the other way around. No, they're yeah, leaving like, their passion leave, for leave, something leave, lucrative. For, yeah, and, that, and, and because, you know, that's, like, the role that's been deemed that, you know, a guy's supposed to be the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, so they're putting away their— I guess their happiness, so you want to put it one way. To, I mean, it is. You're putting it on hold. And so he's like, and, you know, they touch they touch on that, and, it's, and then they see that leads into, like, the, the pay gap. It's more on this, toward the end of the podcast, it's more about, like, uh, men and men slash fathers helping mothers. But it talked about how, you know, guys will leave their career path because it's, that's, you know, music that, you know, unless you're famous, doesn't usually pay that well. You know, and in pursuit of a job that's more lucrative and stuff like that. So it's just how you were talking to guys that, hey, you're clearly your heart's not in this. Yeah. You know, how <clears> about <throat> you go pursue something that your heart's in? But it's kind of like, well, I got responsibilities that yeah. trump that, you know, that desire for the pursuit of my dream. So I have to go get a, a nine to five. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was just talking to my uncle about this uh, the other day at uh, my grandma's house. And I remember talking to him about how I used to be. Basically what we we're just talking about right now. But I used to like trip out when I was working at Lowe's because I was like, again, I was only 18, 19 when I started there. And I would trip out, dude, on people that were just like so focused on just getting everything done on whatever the work list was at work. But being like so afraid of like the higher ups and everything and everything had to be done right because they were afraid that if they didn't do it correctly, that that was it. Like they were going to get cut. And, and in my head, uh, viewing it from that especially that being that young and then having a whole different point of view because I was living with my mom you know this guy's probably in his 50s 40s whatever so he's got his own bills to pay you know what I mean he's struggling you know so I would trip out and I'd be like damn dude like that's no way to live you know what I mean like you're stressed out all the time and why are you so worried about what these dudes think and blah 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 you know just like but I didn't understand at that age just like oh like this guy like if he if he doesn't perform well, and if he ends up getting fired or getting replaced, then that's it. He has no place to live. For whatever reason, I was just an idiot. I couldn't comprehend that when I was young because again, I was living with my mom. You know what I mean? And I had everything under not under control, but I had a roof over my head, and I wasn't paying any bills or anything. I had a phone bill. I had to put gas. I was paying on a truck, you know. But it was just like very minimal. It wasn't anything like serious, and that's why I was like. A lot of the reason why I was behaving the way I was behaving, just reckless because I, I knew like, oh, well, if I get fired, it's cool. Like, I got a place to stay. You know what I mean? No rush to get another job. Not knowing that it wasn't like every like that for everybody else. And of course, I learned that over time. I was just, I mean, that was just being ignorant. Of course, you probably recognize it during that time too, but you're not in that situation. So it's kind of like, ah, it's over there. Not really, mm -hmm. you know, my problem. But I mean, that's life, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of… Which is kind of interesting to hear from you, considering you're one of the. Now, I could be just overreaching with my statement, but you know, 
we discussed, I think, on the last podcast about not, or maybe one of the previous ones, uh, about not being mediocre, mm. you know, at things that we do. And so I'm not saying that maybe, would you say that you didn't care and so it did reflect in your work? So No, here's the thing. I was a really, really hard worker. Like, I, I still wanted to do everything great. But the the longer I started working, I started realizing how the corporate world was, and there was it was no no nonsense type of environment, and I didn't like people telling me what to do. So that's when I would be vocal about it. I would still do my job, and I would still show up on time. I was very punctual, but I just was very opinionated. You know, I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't agree with a lot of the arbitrary bullshit that was going on. Not a lot of the rules that they would set. You know what I mean? Like something not. Not dress code. I understand the dress code. You know, you got to present the image of the company and this and that. You don't want your customers to come in feeling uh, threatened or anything like that. Um, or uncomfortable. So I understood that part. But it was a lot of the arbitrary shit that would go on. You know what I mean? And people power tripping and like stepping outside of their uh, their their lane, so to speak, you know, to, to, to come and tell. Like just employees that have been there, you know, that don't have any rank or anything like that. Trying to tell you what to do. I know there's a thing called seniority, but still, you know, there was a lot. There's a lot of things in the corporate world that you come across that just don't necessarily make sense. But a lot of people don't speak up about it, and you just see people going with the flow. And again, it's because they're fearful of losing their jobs. You know what I mean? Which I failed to see at that age, but I still worked hard. You know what I mean? Like I remember the first job I got. My I moved up like rather quickly, just not like management or anything like that. But you start off as like a cart guy. You know what I mean? But I, I remember frequently getting pulled into the office by the manager and him telling me that he enjoyed my work ethic. I was a go-getter and this and that. And then that lasted for about a year. And then I started, like I said, recognizing things. And then my attitude got pretty shitty, you know. But obviously now I'm a way different person than I was back then. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've, I've been working on myself so much over the years. And I'm just, I'm ready to just, like I said, be an upstanding citizen, I guess. You know, I just want to be work a normal job and do what I have to do and then fit everything else in, you know, as much as I can. Like, cause it, like, you can, you can do anything as long as you schedule yourself right, you know, and you have the willpower to do it. Like, how hard is it just to get into the gym for the first, you know, the first week even? Like, it's, it's brutal, you know, and if anybody understands you, because you, you work a job that requires you to be one, under a lot of stress and two, work a lot of hours, you know. So the time that you have off, you don't necessarily want to um, exert yourself physically, you know, aside mentally. You, you kind of just want to kick back it, I would, I would imagine, you know, play video games and do what you do, barbecue, do the things that you love to do, you know. Because health is something, one of those things where if you put it off too long, it's just, it's just, it's so hard to get back in the groove. And I'm a, a perfect example of that, you know, I let myself go for a long time. Oh, I mean, same here, you know what I'm saying? And actually, interesting you put that because I today well last night was day two in the gym for me you know starting out again and uh <clears throat> you know what though like it's it's funny because you know we use this time i don't have enough time and it's like when you sit back and actually look at the time that you have at least speaking on my on myself personally i have a lot of time <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like for me to use the excuse like oh, i was too, too busy you know to do this to do that and you know it's just gonna be uh giving myself a cushion to land on, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and not really holding myself to accountable. So, you know, like I said, today's, what, the 31st yeah. of August, so... It's my cousin's birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, dude. Um, it's... <clears throat> I'm only two days in, so a lot could happen between now and, you know, in the next three weeks or whatever as far as my continuance and going to the gym, but... um, 
yeah, dude, you know, just got to find the time, man, you know, and then like, I'm when you say health, I'm not even thinking about like, uh, you know, being physically fit. I'm just talking about just overall health, you know what I'm saying? Because if I'm not healthy <clears throat> and I develop, you know, medical conditions that were preventable because I didn't take the, the time to, you know, take care of myself, it prevents me from doing the things that I like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so <clears throat> now I'm just trying to like, I'm not necessarily counting macros. I'm just trying to eat a little bit better, get active in the gym again, you know, hopefully shed some weight in the process. And that way I can just like, you know, if I want to, you know, when I go out of town with my girl and we, I could afford to eat that crazy ass meal and not feel guilty about it or know that it's not going to set me back. You know what I'm saying? Just like, I just want to be able to enjoy life a little bit better. I'm not going to go into the gym. If it, if you, if it evolves from here going forward where I want to, you know, get to a certain body weight or a certain body fat percentage and muscle density, then, you know, so be it. But right now my goal is just to get active again, not be a couch potato or a PC potato, you know, and just, you know, hey, I'll game when I have, when after all my chores are done, basically, if I have some time left over, then I'll hop on the, on the PC and, you know, have some fun with some games. But Well, I think the fact that you just got up and did it says a lot for anybody. Like the people that I, because I mean, you see people in the gym all the time that you can tell they're just getting started, but it's like you can't knock them because they're there, mm-hmm. you know? That that's half the battle right there, just getting up and going, you know? And I keep my eyes open too. I'm like, I'm trying to see like who's consistent, you know? And you run into those people and then that's how you're like, hey, what's up, Tom or whatever, you know what I mean? Like you see each other there all the time and you kind of know who's going to be coming and, and going and who's who's not going to stick to it. And But it's not really about that. It's the fact that you're there. But I mean, it's going to come down to consistency, you know what I mean? But, like, ideally for yourself, what would you say? Like, because you say, obviously, you got to start somewhere. And I know for myself, I started the same way. I was like, um, I just want to I want to get moving. You know, I want to get moving. I don't want to be uh, so gluttonous anymore when it comes to food because I was. You know, I would overeat and just snack out all the time when I didn't need to. And then I wasn't getting any exercise. So the the little, you know… Just a walk to the, take the trash out, you know, would tire me out coming up the stairs, you know. Like, man, this has got to change. So in my head, I was like, you know what? If I want a burger every now and then, I'll have a burger, you know. But I at least want to start working out. And then from there, we'll see what happens. And then eventually, it just kind of evolved into like, oh, you're getting more strength now. Now, there's no excuse not to go a little bit harder and maybe tighten up the diet. And then it just kind of goes from there, you know what I mean? Um, but where do you like, like deep, deep down, like if you asked yourself, like where would you want to be? Ideally. <clears throat> well, that's like a tough question, man. <clears throat> like, if you really, really ask yourself, like, damn, like, am I… Do I really just want to do it casually? Or do I really not give a fuck either way? Or uh, I wouldn't do say I want to be, it, like, super in shape? It's… Right now, I would say it's… Casual, but… At a slightly higher degree if that makes any sort of sense. So when you say casual, <clears throat> why casual? Like how come? Because um I have a lot of moving parts going mm-hmm. on in my life now. Mm. And before when I was, you know, hyperactive in the gym, I didn't have as many moving parts. So it was easy to dedicate, you know. So you want to be well balanced. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm and now if things you know, get better and, you know, and like I start making some progress and and then when I tell people that are first getting into the gym, you know, don't look at the mirror, don't look at the scale, you know, because then like three months you're going to see it and it's just going to like, damn, I already made, like like when you look back and then you finally notice it, you're like, holy shit, like I made some, I made some pretty good ground here, 
I want to see how much further I can go. You know what I'm saying? And so now that I have all these different little, you know, um, things that are going on in my life, it's like, uh, I don't want to overexert myself and find a reason to not go. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Cause I'm guilty of that where ah, one day won't hurt. And then next thing you know, it's, and then, and then, you know, then like something truly comes up on day number two and I'm like, damn, like I should have went yesterday cause I had the ability and now today something came up and I can't make it. And now yeah. this is day two and then just, you know, kind of <clears> snowball effects. So what I'm trying to do is utilize, you know, Jordan's, uh, Jordan Peterson's little thing where he says, like, hate, set goals, but don't set them to the point where they're extraordinarily high and you're going to miss your mark. You know, sit there and and set reasonable ones that are going to, so it's like incremental progress. You know what I'm saying? So day, you know, like day one, get to the gym. You know, day two, start eating a little bit better. You know, day three, continue to go to the gym. And just little things like that. And then I just want to set little mile markers to progressively go up the ladder. I think that's a good way to do it because that's how I started. And I, I knew from the beginning, I was like, it has to be incrementally. I can't I can't overexert myself and overdo it and overtrain because I'm going to be way too, one, probably intimidated of how worked and wrecked I was after the workout of trying to go all out when I that wasn't even my level of capability yet. You know, I was far from it. So overdoing it is like something that you got to keep in the back of your head because a lot of people get over motivated and they get in there with anything, you know, they'll overdo it and they'll burn themselves out. And next thing you know, they're like, man, well, I got that out of my system, you know, but it's yeah, just like exactly incremental steps. Like you have to like baby steps, you know, you got to crawl before you walk. And that's what it, I think that's what anything, you know, but like a bunch of little steps put together makes a, a long path, you know, um, but that, that's good, dude. I'm glad that you got in there. I was wondering, you know, what? You were doing because I remember you telling me you were meal prepping and stuff like that. Yeah, that kind of fell <clears throat> to the cracks, but mm. uh, you know, and that's just again like trying, you know, just holding myself accountable. You know, what I'm saying so. Uh, my girlfriend, she's been a big, she's been kind of s- subtly pushing me, you know, to get back into it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, uh, a push helps though. Sometimes yeah, you need yeah, to hear you know, it. Sometimes no, you yeah. need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing like overwhelming or nothing like demeaning. It's just like, like dude, you've been saying you want to do it. Just like, and I'll hate tomorrow. I'll I prefer just, I prefer that though. Don't you? Oh you know, yeah, because it's like, well, you said that yesterday, and it's just like, well, because you you're getting put on the spot now. Exactly. Like, you know, so it's putting my feet to the fire. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So see, I like that. I'm kind of like somebody who I don't require that, but I do like it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'll do it on my own. Like you don't have to tell me to do it. Oh yeah, I appreciate it a lot. You know what I'm saying? And again, it's just like. Man, who doesn't want to be in shape? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, who doesn't want to, like, look the best that you could? You know? I mean, like, now, that goes, you know, I mean, the sky's the limit, obviously, is that. But, hey, if I can shed a few pounds and, you know, feel a little lighter on my feet and, you know, actually be more active. Like, because, like, the thing I've, I've noticed, and I actually kind of want to go to the doctor to see if I might have, like, low testosterone because, like, dude, I'm always tired. You know, like, I just have zero drive sometimes. And uh, I do know when I was going to the gym, like you mentioned earlier, like you, it's just like, I have, I have energy. Like I come out, I can't ready for the next task. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I really feel like a lot of that though is due to your sleep and your eating. Like it could be as simple as that. 
Like honestly, dude. And you then know, obviously the exercise <clears throat> thing. Like well, if you tie those things together. Yeah. Because you, dude, you drink a hell of red, like a lot of energy drinks, and then oh, I know you probably <clears throat> eat a lot of. I don't. I want to say fast food. I don't know what you eat, but uh, no. I mean, it's not great. But no it's, nutrients. It, it's 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 like usually I eat like a lot of sandwiches, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's something quick that I can put away and pull out later, and not have to worry about getting to a microwave. And it's usually kind of light, so I don't have to worry. Because one thing I don't like doing at work is eating like beyond satiation, where I'm just like full, and then I was oh, like, I, I have to that. go run. Yeah, you know what I'm that. saying? Like I don't. So I. Keep it light. <clears throat> I like trying to keep it as light as I can. So a sandwich music, hey, I'll have, I'll go with like a 12-inch, you know, turkey with some, you know, avocado, onion, whatever. But I'll eat half when I could put down the foot long. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, the half's going to get me good to go. Something comes up, I can still move. And then I'll have half for the next, you know, the next eight-hour shift. You know what I'm saying? So I put down like a 12-inch in 16 hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, again, not the best of choice. But it's funny because, like, when I do meal prep, and it's not even like I'm weighing my food anymore. Just kind of like I blast. There's, like, a decent amount of rice mm-hmm. and some chicken and some greenery. Like, you eat that one meal, and it's, like, three hours later, I'm like, fuck, my body just burned through that shit because I'm now I'm hungry again. You know what I'm saying? Like That's crazy, though, because you can cal- – like, your body – like, you do that long enough, and your body eventually just gets used to the portions. So you're not even hungry after that anymore. Uh, at least me, that, that's what I noticed. For me, when I was like really, really hitting it hard, I was uh, going through yeah, four or five a day. Four I was going to say, day. unless you're really, really putting your body through some shit at the gym, then yeah, three because three times a day is what I was eating when I was counting my macros before I hurt my back. Uh, I was eating three times a day. And it seemed like a lot in the beginning. And I was like force feeding. But like week two of that, I found myself getting really hungry when I would get home because my body was getting used to it. I was feeding it. And because I was exerting more energy, Mm-hmm. At the gym, you know what I mean? And it was crazy, though. I seen results. Like, just not going to the gym for two weeks because I hurt my back, I lost five pounds. So I was weighing in at, like, 155, 156. Um, and I'm talking, like, just getting there, you know, and with some food in me. Um, and then when I went back these last two weeks, I had stopped eating three times a day. And I, I kind of stopped eating uh, clean. I mean, I, was, I wasn't, like, eating out a lot at all like not by any stretch of the imagination but i wasn't sticking to like my regimen at all i stopped taking my protein just because you know i didn't want to and when i got back i weighed in at 149 i was like oh shit dude like and then i could feel it too man like i just felt so weak yeah i'm feeling it right now like i'm super sore and tired it's crazy how like uh quick how quick well dude and i've been doing i've been doing it six months how long it takes to get to that 159 that you're at Right, you said 159? 155. Okay, 155, 156, you said, right? Okay, so here's the thing. I started out at 162, okay? And then I went down five pounds. It doesn't seem like a lot, but I turned that fat into, mm-hmm. I want to say muscle, I guess. I know, because I pretty much weigh the same, but I look way different, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so but it takes six months of dedication to get it and two weeks for it to just to start reversing. You like, know what I'm saying? like, I'm not ground zero. Like, I'm not where I started, but I can definitely see where my body's starting to build up that lactic acid again because I would mm-hmm. go hard and not even get sore anymore. And now I'm like feeling it. Like, I'm super t- I feel like I'm week one almost, like, of just being tired. Oh, you're telling me, dude. Like, I. So I did shoulders on Sunday. I did back last night. I did shoulders and tries, back and buys yesterday. And then um, today I'm going to do chest and I'm fucking scared to do chest. Ah, you'll be all right. That's my favorite thing to do. Just take it easy, dude. No, no. It's just because like the first couple times of doing it, 
I get like super, super tight to the point where like moving my arm up is like impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then once I start to break through that, that barrier, then I can start to be mobile again after hitting it hard. You know what I'm saying? The, so the first week I actually went into the gym to do uh, biceps. I was literally stuck like this for like you see, two weeks. You see what I'm saying? Like I couldn't it, like it hurt. Like, you had like I couldn't put my arm down. You had like stretch. Like okay, if I can move. And then, and then, and then like, you're walking around like this at the gym <laughs> on like you know what I mean or around the house. But it's not because you're trying to be buff. It's because you're you can't move. You're sore. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's it. I text my girlfriend. Um, you know, the, after the first, like, maybe 30 minutes I was there, and I was like, dude, I'm so fucking weak. Did you like, hit the sauna? No, the gym doesn't have a sauna. Oh, that's, like- that's all right. But it they actually keep it kind of warm for a gym, so you do get a good sweat, you know, going You there. know what we should do, man? I'm telling you, like, one of these days, you just got to come with me after we do this. And since you're doing it now, and because uh, we we have a sauna at my gym, and just just hit a little workout, you know? And yeah, we'll go sit in the sauna. Um, but yeah, man, it was just like, I'm... Like, it's funny because I, I'm not a, like, I'm not big <clears throat> muscular. I'm just a big guy now. Yeah, I got a lot of fat on me. And so you see me go to the gym and you see me grab, like, the 10s and 15-pound weights. You're like, what the fuck? You know, I, I know it's, you it's all You see big dudes all the time with fucking 15s. Oh, no. My point being, there's just like… You're like it's like isolation You know, because well, then for me, I'm sitting there like I'm huffing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just like… You know, and then it starts to come back like yesterday. Um, the one thing I don't like about this gym, and I've noticed it both days that I've been there, is I don't think the staff re-rack, like if the people uh, don't re-rack the weights, the staff then won't the do staff it won't do it. And so like you have like 20s, 60s. You ever look for the like, the where's the 30, dude? Yeah. I have to go all the way to the other yeah, side. I find like it that. and bring it back. Yeah, something like that, right? So it's it's kind of a pain in the ass, you know, because, you know, the some of the gyms I've been to in the past, you know, they do it, you know, like uh, numerically and be fives you know and oh, then some don't. gyms have like the, the seven and a halfs and tens and so on and so forth these guys have dude like i mean every increment i mean they have all the weights there but i'm saying it's gonna go from like a two oh, like so fives you, so you to don't know hundreds oh wow. so like you know i mean they're labeled but just no one re-racks somewhere they're supposed to be so i hate that that would be annoying so i because basically i i pick where i want to sit depending on what i'm doing so if i'm doing chest i'll sit on the heavier side Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm doing like triceps, I'll sit on the lighter side because that way you don't got to walk as far. But exactly. So if you don't know where anything's at, it's just like, shit, now you got to go on a, a freaking, where's Waldo? Pretty much. Know? So that's the kind of the shitty part about this gym. I mean, first world problems. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know, <laughs> if you really I mean, think they, about it. they do have a lot of good stuff there though. So I mean, I'm going to like it. But, uh, you know, so I'm so anyway, so I'm sitting there and last time I'm doing uh, uh, curls. Mm hmm. And, uh, you know, like I, I think they were 15s. No, they were 10s. And I was just like, I was super focusing on, on contraction. And, and you know, it's so, like those, I mean, I busted out 15 reps, no problem. But I was really squeezing as hard as I could on those 15. And I was like, you know what? Like, I want to go up, but I can't find the fucking 20s. Uh, I can't find it. So I was like, you know, what? these 25s will work. And I was getting them up. You know, I got 12 reps out. But like now I have this weird like. No shame, dude. Little. I don't want to call it a pain, but it just feels weird I, right I here. I get it right here, too, from doing curls. Like, am did, I, am I uh, Does your arm, like, lock up? Uh, not really. Because mine, because, like, well, I'll feel it right here. And yeah. then... Yeah, you like, get it right there. And then I'm like... Oh, and then, like, it, like, you can see it, like, release. Like, it gets stiff. But what you're it's saying weird. is if you would have had the 20, you might not have had that problem. No, I think when, when, when I start going again, it's going to happen. I, I've noticed this over the last couple of years. That's just kind of been a thing. careful, though, dude. Don't be... Just start... Yeah, start low. But, uh... You don't want to pull no, a muscle. No, 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 of course not. Because then you're out for another six. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not going that route. I'm just saying it's just kind of like the weight that I'm playing around with, like I was doing uh, 
dumbbell rows. And dude, like if I imagined if I would have saw myself and like or walking by and heard myself, I wasn't like those guys, are, you know, like I heard that guy last night pissing me off. And he really? was just lifting like 25 pounds. You should they tell him not to. Like you're making a shitload of noise and you're not even lifting it. Like if you had like 2,000 pounds on there, I leg get press, it. Yeah, I get it. You know, that's a lot of weight. Or if you're doing like a 600 pound squat, I get it. But you're lifting 25 pound dumbbells and you're yelling like we could hear outside the parking lot. But, you know, I was, you know, it's, I was working. So I was just kind of like, you know, going through my normal little grunts. And I was like, dude, if I would have walked by and saw me lifting 40s, like it just looking back, I'm like, God ah, damn, I've, I've regressed so far. And I, I know it's typical. But you know what? Use that. And um, use that to get to know, the weight you want to get to. Oh, of course. You know, I, you know? I, I know the game. It's just kind of like, it's still like, even though but I know it's a the trip, game, right? You know, to just, look back. Damn, dude. Like, I've really let myself go this far where I'm struggling with this weight that was not even a warm up. I wouldn't consider this for a warm up. Mm. Now, this is my working set. You know what I'm saying? So, same here. It's just a, a little battle of uh, psychological warfare with myself. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I text my girl. She goes, well, it's the first day. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you expect? Like, no, I know what to expect. But it's just kind of like still a shitty situation to find yourself sitting in. Like, but it's inter- It's just interesting dynamic, you know, mm-hmm. of, of like how how much your body fluctuates and what actually how adaptable it is, you know? Like, I would talk about 2019 like it was nobody's business, bro. So annoying. Like, because I missed it, you know? But I'm way past that now. I'm just like, dude, I was skinny. Like, I had no muscle. <laughs> like, I was, I don't know what I was bragging, I'm talking about. Like, I really don't. Like, I was skinny, but I wasn't, I wasn't strong at all, you know? But, but for me, like, it's, it's not, yeah, it's physical, but it's for, like, for real though, it's like a lot more for my mentality, you know? And it, it's helping me work on areas of my life that I didn't really even anticipate, you know, just like having patience, you know, you develop patience. You learn how to, and I'm not just talking about from pushing weight. It's just talking like strictly from the standpoint of putting yourself on a regimen and being disciplined enough to actually go when you know you're tired, you know what I mean? And do stuff when you know you don't want to do it. Because like I said, the first, I want to, you know, first couple months is like the worst. And the last thing you want to do when you're tired and knowing that you're going to go in and get sore and then come out and just feel wrecked. And you know, you're going to be pushing those 10 pound weights while you got the guy next to you curling a 50 you know you're just like but the fact that you got up and went you know it's just like you you start building up this discipline and it gets easier to to do things you know but for me i've been you know meditating in the sauna i'll do it for 30 minutes uh putting myself on this uh this diet you know not even a diet just lifestyle change like forcing myself to eat better just every tying all this stuff together just like like i said it's just like preparing me mentally and I know a lot of people don't do it. And they're like, dude, just get up and do it. Go, you know, just go work, you know. But this is like I I have my own battles, you know. And this is what I require to perform optimally and actually be a humble person, you know what I mean? And not be somebody who's walking around with too much built-up testosterone ready to snap on everybody. Because I was that guy too, you know what I mean? Um, so this this is just helping every aspect of my life. Like, like I said, a couple years ago, if that would have happened… My car, if I was, I was like, I, I would have got really mad, you know. But now this time, it literally didn't even phase me, dude. I was like, well, we're going to have to figure it out, you know. Literally with that attitude. And I'd rather be that way, you know. And yeah, I'm going to have my moments. There's going to be times for anybody that are going to, you know, you're going to have your, your bad days. You know, you're going to want to snap and yell at somebody. But I think as long as you recognize that in the moment, then that's a, that's a, that's a good step. Because I've been recognizing it in the moment when I'm starting to build up anger. You know, and I I stop it from going as far as I usually do. You know, I I I really agree with that because 
that's kind of been my um oh, sorry that's cool uh my mo going through life you know like however i'm guilty of the following but i don't like to sit there and dwell on shitty situations because it does all it does is prolong mm. the situation you know and uh sometimes i've been accused of not caring mm. about like that's that's all you got to say is what's next being sensitive you know it's like well you know what like i i, I use this um example frequently but like when my grandpa was diagnosed with stage three lung cancer <clears throat> uh 2019 so almost two years ago now um you know my mom was like in just disarray dude you know understandably so it's her dad you know what i'm saying and you know i love my grandpa to death and so she's telling me she goes and this is before they knew it was cancer they just found like a a big mass on his lung and you know she was just like well like she was it, the end was you know two days from then mm. in her mind you know i was like well let's just we don't even know if it's cancerous yet However, let's face facts. He's been smoking since he was like 17. He's 80-something years old now. It's likely that. Let's just start getting our pawns in place now. What's what's next appointment? Who's going to take them? What, is there any kind of foods that he's going to need or supplementation he's going to need because lack of appetite? I mean, let's start getting these things in motion. And then when it's time to worry, then we'll worry. You know what I'm saying? But let's not let's not give ourselves like, Let's not start this earlier than need to be, you know, because all it's going to do is, like, hinder your clarity and hinder your ability to start thinking things, you know, through, you know. And so, um, you know, and I, I, she didn't, my mom told me I didn't, like I didn't care, but I just kind of felt like, damn, it's, you know, it could be a kind of a heartless response depending on how you look at it, you know. But, you know, because I, I teach my grandpa, but, I care. But also know, but, you don't want to, like, I don't know how you feel about this type of thing, but you don't want to make people feel worse than they already feel by adding to that stress, you know. I don't know. Some people like crying with other people, like when they're going through stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, like just cry together. You know, let's let's be scared together. Let's fear bond. But on the other end too, there's the other person that has to kind of be the the yin and the yang, the yin to your yang, you know, you know and, and be the one who has the, the the foresight to be like, let's look at this in a in a logical manner. It's like let's really let's see what we're working with here and let's see what we can do. What are our options? You know, versus going straight to a, a, an all out panic. You know? you know, and that and that's that was my approach. You know, and I understand the the necessity for, like you said, would you call cry bond or uh, fear bond? Fear bond. Time and place, know? though. You know, I was like, okay, well, if they tell us there's nothing we can do, you know, you got X amount of time left. We're gonna have to go to the. Then we'll do that. Acceptance then, you know? part of it. We'll do that. Then we'll we'll fear bond together, and we'll we'll be there. But they haven't told us that yet. Mm. So yeah, let's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I don't want to cross that bridge any sooner than I have to. We don't so. want to draw conclusions, jump to conclusions. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think the the tumor was the size of a baseball. Mm -hmm. And I think last of hers, now the size of a quarter. You know, so the treatment was going as well as it could have. Um, and from my understanding, he's doing well. I think he has a procedure coming up here. Uh, or just past one of the two um, for his heart. Mm -hmm. But it's, I mean, he's 80. 385 so I mean no no surgeries without its risk at that age but well, for all intents and purposes it should go relatively smoothly and he's supposed to be coming down to visit us here in the next couple weeks or coming up to visit us it's a lot of progress a lot you know and um, I have something to follow up with that you too. know and so it's like you know I'm not saying I had any sort of you know my grandpa was the one fighting this shit not me you know what I'm saying but you know that's just kind of like the mentality game that I like to bring to the table it's like okay you know what this sucks 
But but I think someone's got to be that person. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, but uh, maybe there could have been a little more empathy or sympathy on but my But you feel phone. it inside. I know Oh, you yeah. Do, 100% of my grandpa. I mean, fuck, when they moved, I cried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a crap because when I went there shortly after he was diagnosed, I went and he was, I think, June of 19. And I went and visited them, like, in August. You know, yeah. and I was like, well, you know what? Like, chemo's going through... Uh, I, I want to see him while he's still on his two feet. You know, mm-hmm. if this takes a turn for the worst, I still want him, you know. And so I remember, you know, my grandpa was struggling, man. Like, uh, they actually had to stop his chemo treatment because he wasn't drinking. Because I guess when you're going through chemo, it makes everything you taste taste completely mm-hmm. different and, like, disgusting to the point where water is, really? like, it tastes like crap. Metallic. Right? Just, like, I, I think that's what they describe it as. I'm not entirely sure. But he wasn't hydrated enough. And when they went to... uh when they when he went to one of his last uh, one of his appointments, they were like, "Dude, you are beyond dehydrated." Like this next week, when I was there, all it was was IV hydration because yeah, he was, he was saying he was drinking water when clearly you know he wasn't, and uh, and that'll fuck up your kidneys and all. Oh that. yeah, a bunch of crap, right? And not to mention, I mean, they're they're literally putting poison into your veins you know, with chemo. So, um, you know, I I didn't see him at his at his best standing, you know, and so and that's like, got to wreck you inside, like oh, dude, because when I remember when I left. Um, I left in a hurry because I didn't want them to see me crying in my car as I drove away. You know what I'm saying? And like it, it, it hurt. So you're you like know? me in that way because you're afraid to show it. You know. You know. Oh, I, it, yeah, not show it because because I'm afraid to show it, and I'll be honest. I, like, I don't. I, I, I actually wear my emotions on my sleeve. It's that's a weird bet. That's uh, up, weird. up, up, and down. The reason I didn't want to show is because I don't want like. You want to scare others? I don't want to scare him. Mm. You know, because it's like okay. my grandma, she had a little bit of a breakdown with me away from him because she's like, if he sees me panic, then he's going to panic. So my grandma at her age in the 80s as well is having to, I mean, dude, talk about being strong. Like, I have to hide every emotion I have just so I don't worry mm. my husband, you know, and dealing with cancer. Isn't I mean, that crazy? You know, that people have this crazy... I don't know, abilities to do these kinds of things, you know? And so when she told me that and then I'm leaving and I see this, I'm like, like, damn, dude, it, it hit hard, bro. You know, because of course it's like, damn, this could be the last time I see my grandpa waving me off, you know? And I remember I, I got them food and I was leaving and I was like, hey, you guys just stay inside. And I gave them their hugs and buys. And I was like, you stay inside, you finish eating, you're finally eating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, don't get up. And when I was pulling out, he walked out and was waving. I was just like, dude, that crushed me. Mm. You know, so I, I say that to say that I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't feel these kinds of things. It's just like, you know, like you said, sometimes there needs to be that person that just kind of like, okay, what's, what's the next move? Where, where do we yeah. go from here? You know, and, and almost kind of put on like a shield, I guess, you know, yeah. leaving your, leaving your emotions aside on the curb. And then you walk into work and handle your business and then pick them up on the way out. You know what I'm saying? So, I forgot the whole purpose of where the hell I stem from, but you said you had something to offer. So <laughs> I do. Do you want some more coffee? I'm good right now, bro. Okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some real quick. I do have a question for you. Actually, yeah. If you're gonna do yourself, if you have enough. Thank you.
Thank you. I don't know what you did, but if you could replicate that, that'd be ultra. Oh, okay, okay. Works, though. Because, like, a lot of the dairy creamers are much more honey-cut. So I just kind of work around. Like, it is dairy, but it's definitely not as much. <sighs> Smoke break. But anyway, yeah, uh, like, going through all that, though, dude, because my... my I want to call him my second dad. I don't even like to say stepdad anymore. Like he's my, you know, my my second dad. I feel you. Um, his dad just had a open heart surgery. You know what I mean? Which is, you think about it, dude. It's like they're cutting your your chest plate open, and yeah. it, it was a triple bypass. You know what I mean? So like, when you see somebody going through something like that, you just can't f- help but feel helpless. You know what I mean? It's like how quickly you can deteriorate and how badly things can go wrong, and that's always. Like, not always, but that's a big part of the reason now why I'm like, you got to take care of yourself unless you want to go through stuff like that, you know? Because a lot of um, a lot of people neglect it, and then before you know it, it's too late, you know? But there's yeah. some, something like that has to make you question your mortality, right? Like, you wonder. Like, because eventually we're going to be there. You know, dude, <clears throat> um, I agree. Uh, although I had a similar instant with that a few years back when I had kidney stones. Mm. And it's it's funny how you how I progressed the whole thing. To make an incredibly long story short, I woke up after a double. I had some weird pain in my stomach. Um, it progressively got worse. I got my mom took me to the ER. Like, dude, I was like in the fetal position, you know, going to the hospital. Like, there was no way how I could have drove there. What did you think was wrong? You didn't know. I, the fr- I, I couldn't tell you, bro. It was was you, just, were you scared? I had to be, right? I mean, you were not feeling like shit. I was scared when I got to the hospital because so I get there. Because I'm still, like, ambulatory. I can still walk. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, but it's, like, it was just this uh, pain I've never felt before, bro. And it was, like, if you were to go down to, like, uh, like, your waist, like, you know, like, actually kind of going near your bladder area and, like, just off to the right, like, right over here in this region. I was like, I've never felt anything there before, and this is hurting like hell. Like, what the hell? And my mom mentioned when she was a kid, she had appendicitis, and that was kind of what hurt her. So I was like, okay, maybe it's my appendix, whatever. Um, so I go and they did they take like your blood pressure and stuff, and they give you like a number basically, right? And they're like, hey, what's your what's your? Well, she goes, hey, your blood pressure is really high. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, are you in a lot of pain? I was like, yeah. That's why I'm here, you know. Mm. And. And I'm trying to be as polite as I can. No, I'm just visiting. Yeah, right. You know, I want to see the scenery. 
And so she's like, well, on a scale of one to 10, what's your pain? And I was just like, fuck, I don't know. Like, what's a 10 feel like? I was like, this feels like a 10, but. See, is it, yeah, because at that point, you don't have no context. You know, so I was like, to reference. So I was just kind of like, I went with eight. <laughs> so I go back and sit with my mom. She goes, why did you tell him 10? Like, that would have got you in sooner. I was like, I don't know what a 10 feels like, but I imagine getting an arm cut off. That, that is another thing that you learn, <laughs> huh? You know, Life yeah. is just like, yeah, it's a 10, bitch. Yeah, yeah right. Get so, me in. So they ended up getting me in maybe like 10, dude, but I spent like 30 minutes mm. in the bathroom floor, like just in the fetal position. Right. And so I finally, I come out because people are knocking and uh, I'm just outside pacing inside of and out of the, the ER. And then they take my blood pressure. And then after like five minutes, they get me in. So like, hey, it's, it, they said it's renal. And I was like, mm. I, I know I know what renal means, but then I, I didn't click. I was just like, oh, dude, I'm going to die. This is it. And then they're like, oh, it's like probably kidney stones. And so they get me into like, uh, I don't know, ICU room, I guess, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like right near the entrance, bro, where the ambulance is bringing in people that are dying. And I just mm. see ambulance people coming in. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking die here, bro. But, but it's crazy, though, because with kidney stones, they can't do anything. No, really. But they can give you meds that help out tremendously. But uh, I'm sitting there, bro. The room's cold as hell. Like, they bring me a blanket. I was like, oh, this is because when I die, <laughs> you know, they don't they don't want the body to, to, to yeah. deteriorate, decompose right away. <laughs> but, like, the places your mind goes oh, to. Oh, yeah, right? right. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to be, like, upbeat about the whole situation the nurse comes in she's talking to me whatever and then um she goes hey we're gonna give you some some drugs you know they're just shy of opiates and if this doesn't help then we'll bump you up to the good stuff so to speak uh but that where the first one worked fine and as soon as like it hit my veins within like a minute i was just like oh dude like the pain just disappeared what did they put opiates no it was they say it was like basically tylenol on steroids before Mm. because they didn't want to go straight to opiates i want some and so, like, it just, like, oh, dude, because then I started getting tired because, like, oh, because I was, I came off a double, you know? So, I was, like, oh, I could just go to bed now. But thank God, you're, like, <sighs> yeah, right? And so, she goes, hey, we need to pee into this container. We need to take a urine sample. And I was, like, I don't have to pee. She's, like, well, you got to figure it out, homeboy, because we need it. And so, like, I sit there, like, oh, I guess I do got to pee. And it's, like, dark as hell, bro. I'm, like, what the fuck? Like, but I didn't really pay much, that much attention to it. I was, like, oh, it's kind of dark, but now, nah, was that whatever. from the blood? From the blood, yeah. Okay. And so then, like, hey, so you got a lot of blood in your urine. And she's like, it could be bladder cancer. And I'm just like, what the? F-? Like, she goes, I have to tell you that. She goes, it's likely kidney stones. That's what we're thinking. But mm. just, it's a possibility. And we have to advise you that that is one of the possibilities. And then, so they go into the machine, whatever. And it comes back with kidney stones. Mm. But when I was sitting there, man, I was like, dude, you go through your whole life feeling invincible. You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, I'm just, I'm 27 years old. You know, like. All you these, got him at all 27? These, oh, yeah. And that was because... I'll, I'll tell the reason because. So, I know the reason. Well, well it was worse than than you would think. So, okay. uh, yeah, bro. So, it was like... Uh, it was a very uh, humbling experience, you know, because it's like, dude, you're not invincible. You actually... You're very vincible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're very vincible, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And, like, you feel like... Fragile. You're, just, you're actually... Oh, dude. Are. Like, I mean, we're just a bag of mush. Yeah. You know, we're just one... 10 foot fall from dying, you know what I'm saying? Or even smaller than that, you know? So, but uh, the reason it happened was bangs had just came out mm. and we were getting together. The like energy little, drink. Little bang, yeah, little bang parties. And like, hey, what flavor did you get? You know? Bang, bang party. All right. Little, uh, so like, oh, I found this flavor. I found this one at this 7-Eleven. You know, we'd get together. And so I was going through two a night and then I would drink one for the gym. And I was drinking a lot. So, you could, I don't want to say you can drink whatever you want, but as long as you have a lot of water to flush out and keep your urine from being highly, uh, toxic. Well, not toxic, uh, full of, um, 
whatever the hell makes calcium. I don't know if it's just straight calcium, but I know Some like kind of mineral. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want you don't want to have a lot of you want to dilute your urine. I was drinking about like eh, <clears throat> anywhere from half a gallon to a gallon of water, but throughout the day, which is not a lot for the amount of energy drinks I was consuming, and then going to the sauna for forty minutes, drying you and out, just drying myself out. So I had to go see a urologist after that. Bro, you know how embarrassing that was being 27 years old sitting there in a urology fucking clinic? Neurology? Uh, urology. Oh, okay. And uh, everyone there is like out, is like older than me by like 50 years. Everyone there has, you know, hearing aids and walkers. And they're going there because they actually have like legitimate, you know, urinary issues or bladder issues. I mean, and, you did too, but. Well, I mean, all these things, I'm like, damn, this is stupid. Like, I should be doing this at their age, not you know, 50 years before them, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, but I told the doc, I was, Hey man, so this is what my diet's been like for the past few months. Do you think there's any sort of correlation? You see, yeah, that sounds probably like the reason that he's like, drink water. You know what I'm saying? The crappy part about that whole situation is he said, I'm at a 50% chance of getting them again for the next 10 years. And, uh, so they had to do like ultrasounds on my kidneys to make sure. Cause I did have some calcium deposits again, building up. He's like, Hey, if you just keep drinking water, like it'll break they, them down. They, they won't break them down, but it'll keep them from getting bigger, and then eventually coming out of the kidney and down the little ear. That's called a uter. And, and like the pain I was experiencing was um, the blockage of urine. It basically got itself nice and lodged, and it had this big pressure buildup of urine. Uh, but on the scale of fortunate to unfortunate, I was on the very fortunate side because they were super small, and I don't even recall passing them. Oh my gosh! So people get it worse than that. People get a lot worse. Dude, I've seen some kidney stones. Like, dude, I can't believe that came out of a human. You know what I'm saying? I have a guy I work with. Uh, this guy gets kidney stones all the time. And So is it because he's drink, drinking too much sugar? I think it's something to do with his kidneys, bro. Like, at this point, it's beyond anything that he... <sighs> so I think it's at this point for him, it's more like management. Count your blessings, people. But uh, all that to say, it was a very humbling experience, man, because you we are very fragile beings, you know, but we walk <clears> around... <throat> like we're not. Like we're not, you know? Like, I mean, something as simple as I'm still guilty is trying to remember to put my seatbelt on because I'm one 40-mile-an-hour car crash from going head first into the windshield. and I'm the same way. My my fiance always asks me to put on my seatbelt. I'm like, why? I forget sometimes, you know? Mm. It's like, what do, what do you mean why? Why not, you know? So you don't fly to the windshield. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's why. Because if a semi comes and runs the red light, you know, that's a wrap for you. Yeah, exactly. Like, unless you care yeah. about me putting your seatbelt, you know? But so you forget my, my, that. Well, my girlfriend's a big, you know... Um, advocate for that and then she's uh not shy to remind me to put it on you yeah know, but uh something like that though just it goes back to like that whole just i feel invincible you know what i'm saying like and it's not the case like you're it's just you know, weird because you see a lot of people go through a lot of shit and then recover from it so it's like i am fragile but at the same time my body's just so adaptable and will overcome it you know god willing it's it's weird though you know some people come back from what's wrong here? what's wrong context <clears throat> oh, you're wearing contacts? That's what's different. You're not wearing your glasses. I was wondering. Wow. Are you just getting used to them? No, just it's… Was that fake? The wow? <laughs> oh, wow. I feel like I faked it. Wow. Like, you know when you're trying to be like really interested in something? <laughs> you're just uh -huh. not as like, bitch, you never seen contacts? <laughs> <laughs> when did you get them uh, put in? Oh, I've, I've had contacts for oh, the last okay, few years. I okay. just… Because if I fall asleep with them on, then my eyes get super irritated. Mm. And so I always like to carry my my glasses with me or just wear my glasses because it's easier just to fall asleep and wake mm. up and be good to go. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. So like now, like, are you careful of the amount of sugar you consume? 
or no? I, I try to make sure if I um, put down an energy drink, I have a shitload of water to go alongside it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because so. that, that sucks, dude. That's why I'm glad I drink a lot of water now. Yeah, so, I mean, there's days where I don't drink water. And I'm like, fuck, like, I'll have, like, a bottle of water. You know what I'm saying? But I'll try to make up for it the next day by just, you know, pounding a couple bottles of water. So, yeah. uh, I usually have them before bed and, you know, when I want to wake up. Mm. But, uh, yeah. So, you like this setup better or not? Yeah. How was How was it? Did you enjoy this one better? Yeah, it's easier to look at you. Uh, I don't know if I want to look at you, though. <laughs> what the fuck? You looked at me the entire time on the last setup. <laughs> But it was just different. I just, I don't know. I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. But yeah, I just wanted to test it out. I like uh, it. Things are changing up and I'll probably uh, dial it in a little more. I haven't even done the markers or anything. I just, I had to figure out, uh, figure it out this morning. Yeah, so, it's good. It's cool. I mean, I like, I do like, yeah, sitting across though. Uh, like, I feel like I have more room to just, I'm not so, uh, I don't know. It just feels different. <laughs> And then we'll probably. I was this close this morning to just doing a uh, just an audio one, like I didn't even want to set the camera up or anything like that. Like I said, I've just been so tired from. I want to say the gym and then maybe not eating as right, you know, as as good as I know I could be. So my my body's definitely feeling it. So we we wanted to do an early one today, and I was this close. I was like, let's just let's just uh, set up the mics <laughs> and we'll just do audio. We don't gotta worry about all that video shit. But then I was just like. Come on, bro. Don't be a pussy. Oh, and that. You also spend all the fucking money to get the nice camera and stuff, too. So, use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just… Uh, I don't know. That, the biggest pain in the ass that I have is just uploading and editing. And it's not even because the work that it takes to edit it. Like, I can tear through that rather fast. It's because my computer… You know how when you could set it to, like, never sleep? Mm-hmm. And then it'll just stay on? Well, my computer, that function is broken. So it wants to turn off every 45 minutes. So I have to constantly be monitoring it. So if it takes four hours to render a video, oh, I have to be there the whole four hours. Or if it takes 10 hours, like when I was doing 4K, if it takes 16 hours to upload the thing, I got to make sure that I can move that mouse within that… 45-minute window. Yeah, that 45 minute for 16 hours, you know, I have to constantly… Otherwise, it'll shut the computer off and it'll reset it and I have oh. to start over. So that's the most annoying thing and biggest problem that I have right now. Otherwise, it wouldn't be nothing. I'd just be like, all right, render. I could walk away. I go do whatever I'm going to do. I don't have to worry about it. Come home and it'll be done and then just upload it. Same thing. And it'll just keep the, keep the computer cool and it'll it'll do its thing, you know. But I, I have to freaking <laughs> make sure and babysit that it doesn't turn off, you know. So that's like the only thing. That's the only reason that I don't like uh, doing video. Because mm. audio is just so simple, you know. I'll chop it up in five minutes and I'll upload it in five, another five, you know, and be done with it. And that's an episode. So, but it is what it is. So. It is what it is. Anyway. My cousin will laugh because I say anyways a lot. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, man. Boy show. Boy show. Boy show. I'm tired dude I'm sorry That's cool It's cool I'm just out of it But anyway uh, Hope you guys enjoyed this episode Of the PO3 podcast I hope you guys are feeding off my energy And just being mellow Cause I'm chilling This coffee ain't doing shit (laughs) Make it darker (laughs) It is It's dark roast Oh you can just add more coffee Okay I'll probably I'll probably make some more right now 
But anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the PO3 Podcast. My name is Marcus Marks. Just John. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Oh,